Welcome to the Magnificat Podcast. We are an international ministry to Catholic women. Throughout this series, we will pray together, share insights, and hear amazing testimonies, typically from women of faith who have been touched by the power of the Lord in their lives. This is a decidedly Catholic podcast, and in this series, you will hopefully learn more about the Catholic faith, God, the Blessed Mother, and much more. Thanks so much for joining us. Now let's listen to a great program. In the 1980s, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn felt led to write a Bible study. Along the way, they met and were encouraged by two saints, Pope John Paul II and Mother Teresa. Marie clearly remembers meeting Pope John Paul II. She said that he was so gracious with that beautiful smile he had, and she said he went on to uh, greet Deacon Ken first, and she said, I don't remember what he said to him directly, but when he came to me, I remember him distinctly saying to us, do not get discouraged, finish your work. And then she said he took both of their hands and gave them a blessing. Well, if that were not enough, Mother Teresa uh, goes on to tell them that it is a wonderful work of God, and I assure you of my prayers that you may continue to do this work, which he has entrusted to you with great love. As it turns out, the Bible study, before it was even published, went all over the world through Mother Teresa's order, the Missionaries of Charity, and also the Legionnaires of Christ. This Bible study, The Bread of Life, is a Catholic Bible study. It has the Neil Obstat and Imprimatur and focuses on the readings for the coming weekend. Let's listen now as Marie helps us to hear the Word, pray the Word, study the Word, proclaim the Word, and live the Word of the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to the Bread of Life Catholic Bible Study. The paraclete, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. John 14, 26. Let us begin with prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, I cannot understand your word without your grace. I acknowledge my weakness so your power can reach perfection in me. Send your Holy Spirit to remind, teach, and guide me to the truth. And may I share as soon as possible whatever you teach me. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in us the fire of your love. Amen. The application from the 33rd Sunday of Ordinary Time. This week, prepare for the coming of the Lord through service to others. Show your family and friends by your actions that you are preparing to live forever and are ready to die right now. Let them see the power of your prayer life. Let them see that you pray about everything and complain about nothing. Let them experience your forgiveness and show them that you forgive others because you know you are forgiven. Do this with your family, friends, school, and work associates. 
and you will be amazed at what can happen in just one week. This is your week. Let it happen. Well, the Lord taught me so much this week. He taught me that my service to others is showing them my love for him. My service in preparing chicken soup for someone who is suffering from cancer is an act of love. He also showed me just sitting with a friend, eating popcorn, sharing the happenings of the day, listening as she shared is an act of love. St. Mother Teresa says, before you speak, it is necessary for you to listen, for God speaks in the silence of the heart. What was a helpful or a new thought from the readings or from the homily you heard on Sunday? And from what you learned, what personal application did you choose to apply to your life this week? Deacon Ken answered that from a book dated 1993 to 2000, Psalm 16, 8. And because the Lord is so near, I need not fear to stumble. His application I will walk, talk, and act with confidence this week because he will not leave me alone in any situation. Psalm 16.8 says, I set the Lord ever before me. With him at my right hand, I shall not be disturbed. And I answered that from the same book, Daniel 12.3, The wise shall shine brightly, those who lead many to justice. A wise person is one who leads others to Christ, tells them he will come on the clouds and there will be a judgment. The application, tell at least one person this week that he will come, that there is a judgment and that he died once for all for your forgiveness of sins and made you right with the Father. All they need to do is accept what he did. This Sunday is Christ the King Sunday. The first reading is from Daniel 7, 13 to 14. I'm going to share the personal question in this reading for this Christ the King Sunday in hopes you were, who are listening will do the full lesson of the Bread of Life Bible study on your own to develop a personal relationship with Jesus. Personal question, in what area in your life does God not have dominion over you? And how can you give him complete control and kingship over every area of your life in regard to your spouse, family, friends, neighbors, and church? Deacon can answer that. He has dominion over every area of my life. I take occasionally back a part of my life. I am in disobedience when I do that. this. Lord, help me to let you have complete and final control over my life. And I answered that personal question. I have given him dominion over my life, but sometimes I interrupt him. I can give him complete control by listening instead of talking or interrupting when someone is talking. He speaks through others many times, and I interrupt him many times. I, too, am disobedient when I do this. 
a little excerpt from the commentary on Daniel 7, 13 to 14. Daniel's prophecy is a tremendous message of hope and comfort for the many who are sick, lonely, abandoned, and lost. This vision was told to many people, and the Son of Man was, of course, the Messiah, who is Jesus Christ. We today can look at prophecy and see that the full meaning is still to come. Jesus has come to free us from the grasp of Satan, but there is still much evil in our lands. We know that the power of the Holy Spirit is his power, and that power is eternal. We also know that the government of the Lord is a corrupt-free government. The second reading on the Christ of King Sunday is from Revelations 1, 5 to 8. And the personal question is, what signs do you show by your speech and actions of dying to self for those around you that reveal you have been made into a kingdom, priests for our God and Father? How has this been done? Deacon can answer that by my faith in God's healing power, by my humor, by my preaching. Here is an excerpt from the commentary on the second reading. Today's passage shares with us that Christ has done specific things for each person that can be shared with others. Christ demonstrated his great love for us by setting us free from our sins through his death on the cross, guaranteeing us a place in his kingdom if we choose to believe in him. The fact that Christ has offered eternal life to you is nothing short of a spectacular testimony on your behalf. Jesus is shown as an all-powerful king, victorious at battle, glorious in peace. We can be victorious also in battle, in glorious and peace when Jesus is our Lord and Savior, because the battle is his and not ours. The gospel for this Christ the King Sunday is John 18, 33 to 37. Pilate went back into the praetorium and summoned Jesus. Are you the king of the Jews? He asked him. Jesus answered, are you saying this on your own, or have others been telling you about me? I am no Jew, Pilate retorted. It is your own people and the chief priests who have handed you over to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, my kingdom does not belong to this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my subjects would be fighting to save me from being handed over to the Jews. As it is, my kingdom is not here. At this, Pilate said to him, So then, you are a king? Jesus replied, It is you who say I am a king. The reason I was born, the reason why I came into the world, is to testify to the truth. Anyone committed to the truth hears my voice. The word of the Lord. Some questions from the this gospel. Who did Jesus say his father would provide 
And why does Jesus say he does not call upon his father? Matthew 26, 53 to 54 says, do you not suppose I can call on my father to provide at a moment's notice more than 12 legions of angels? But then how would the scriptures be fulfilled, which say it must happen this way? Where did Jesus say is the kingdom of God? The reign of God is already in your midst. Luke 17, 20 to 21 says, once on being asked by the Pharisees when the reign of God would come, he replied, you cannot tell by careful watching when the reign of God will come. Neither is it a matter of reporting that it is here or there. The reign of God is already in your midst. To what does Jesus testify to? To what he has seen and heard. John 3, 32 says, The one who comes from heaven, who is above all, testifies to what he has seen and heard, but no one accepts his testimony. Who hears the words of God? Whoever is of God. John 8, 47 says, Whoever is of God, hears every word God speaks. The reason you do not hear is that you are not of God. How do we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of deceit? 1 John 4, 6 says, We belong to God, and anyone who has knowledge of God gives us a hearing, while anyone who is not of God refuses to hear us. Thus do we distinguish the spirit of truth from the spirit of deception. Personal. If the kingdom of God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, is among you and within you, to whom and what have you been listening? How do you determine if the person speaking is speaking truth? Share this with someone. How can you apply this to your everyday life? O deacon, Ken said to the Lord, he who speaks of lifting up is of God. He who breaks down is not of the Lord. In another book, he said to God himself, the magisterium, sacred scriptures, sacred tradition. When I am motivated to affirm, console, exhort and admonish and witness, then I can determine if the person is speaking truth. We need more than information about God. We need more formation in God's holy plan for our lives. And I answered that personal. To I'm listening to the Holy Spirit in the church speaking his words. His word is truth. Through the scriptures, I am a temple of his Holy Spirit. And he speaks to me all the time through his word. John 10, 10 says, the thief comes only to steal and slaughter and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it to the full. The commentary on John 18, 33 to 37. Jesus was taken to the palace of the Roman governor. His accusers would not go in, for that would have defiled them. Entering the house of a Gentile, Pilate's house would cause a Jewish person to be ceremonially defiled by Jewish law. As a result, 
he could not take part in worship uh, at the temple of or feasts. These men kept the pretense of religion while harboring murder and treachery in their hearts. Pilate knew very well what was going on and that the religious leaders hated Jesus and he did not want to act as their ex executioner. Pilate also knew that they could not sentence Jesus to death themselves because that permission had to come from a Roman leader. Pilate was interested in Jesus's reply of being a king to make sure Jesus was not trying to overthrow the government. The Jews were using the title king to mean their religious ruler, the Messiah. The Jews were looking for a powerful savior for their captive nation. They wanted someone who could free them from the Roman Empire's grip of control. They looked at Jesus with contempt and even disgust. This wandering, suffering servant, this blasphemer. Jesus answered Pilate very clearly that he was a king, but his kingdom was not of this world. Pilate, while believing Christ, still rejected his claim. The tragedy Pilate committed is one that many people make today, and that is believing that Christ is the Messiah and not living their lives as he calls them to. We have no excuse. We have read about Christ. We have studied scripture, and we have been taught by our church that he is our Lord and Savior. The tragedy is that there are many so-called Christians who live their lives in complete opposition to what Christ is teaching. To Pilate and many people then and now, truth is what is agreed upon by the majority of the people. Truth is Jesus Christ, John 14, 6, and only through truth, John 8, 32, can we ever be set really free? The psalm for this Christ the King Sunday is Psalm 93, 1 and 2 and 5. The Lord is king in splendor robed. Robed in, is the Lord and girt about with strength. And he has made the world firm, not to be moved. Your throne stands firm from of old. From everlasting you are, O Lord. Your decrees are worthy of trust indeed. Holiness befits your house, O Lord, for length of days. What is the Lord saying to you personally through the psalm? And how can you apply this to your life? Deacon can answer that. Your decrees are firmly established. Holiness belongs to your house for all the length of days. His application the Lord is dependable. He is merciful. He is kind. He is power. I will try to be like this in my life in ministry. And I answered that personal. When I am aware of his presence all through the day, I am in peace and living in the kingdom of God. I stand firm. His word I trust for, for he is the word. And I am holy as long as I obey his word. My application, trust in the Lord with all my heart and stop relying on myself. 
in all my ways be mindful of him and he will make straight my path. And the application for this week, the first reading teaches a message of hope and comfort found in prophecy and a vision of God. The second reading shows God's word is reliable because God is truth, John 14, 6. The gospel reveals hypocrisy can never be the core of true religion. This week, be specific, be truthful, and say to members of your family or to friends only what is uplifting about them. Do not try to flatter them because flattery is dishonest. But for one week, speak only about what is good about that particular person. Give only a praise report and watch an incredible transformation take place. Jesus spoke the truth because he is the truth. You can speak only the truth this week because you have the Holy Spirit and his power within you. 1 John 4.4 To speak only the truth. Let all who know you know that you are reliable because you speak only the truth. Let us pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for this lesson. Thank you for showing us that you are the Lord of Lord and the King of Kings, worthy of all praise and honor and glory. You are King, Lord. You're our King, our Lord, our Master. We love you, Lord, with all our heart. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. And next week, we're going to begin with the first Sunday of Advent. And we will be going into cycle C of the Bread of Life. To more fully participate each week, you may visit the St. Dismas Guild website at stdismasguild.org. That's S-T-D-I-S-M-A-S-G-U-I-L-D dot O-R-G to either purchase the Bread of Life Bible Study book or download the complimentary lessons. In 1989, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn began this prison, pro-life, and pro-family ministry to remind us that the paraclete, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. John 14, verse 26. God bless. Thanks so much for listening to this Magnificat podcast. Have you been touched by our time together? If so, for more information or to find a Magnificat chapter near you, go to our website at magnificat-ministry.org or visit us on social media. We would love to hear from you. You can also email us at magnificatcst at aol.com or call 504-828-MARY, M-A-R-Y. Until the next time, may God bless you.